This episode of Speakers of Feidlin is made possible by our generous patrons. Special thanks to our supreme and master speakers, Omage Cat Comet, Erizu Yamakawa, Circuit Barakil, Remy Asalia, Arcadia Lunashine, Alex Franco AV, Winebow Brood, Psyche, Asuta Starbreeze, Cletus Oreo, Nina Grimstarter, Nat Clay, Lily Black, Bob Cece, Mictor Rappentau, Sapa Chakwatol, Edwin, Umbral Wind, Quick Levin, Pamela Isley, Camille Grinnell, Elenriel Maximus, Codrith Novelis, Mira Mary, Bay Barbale, Suno Chicano, Celestau Notrell, Lazy Boy, Abaga Dragonite, Luke Osborne, Pandalu Stormarrow, Tex, Yawiwawi, Kai Lin, AJ Brainswordson, Anathus Moonscar, Arthur Law, Beridan Derard, and Saipup. Support the show and become a patron today at patreon.com slash speakersxiv. Thank you. This is Speakers of Good evening, Aorsians. Welcome to Speakers of Fightland, episode 274. I am Lukiel Bravestone, and I'm joined today by Georgi Visten, Melav Wanadar, and Rollo Bess. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> uh, today is episode, sorry, this is episode 274, November 20th. Oh my god, it's November 20th. Yeah. Remember, remember, the yeah. 20th of November. I feel like we just got into this month. Uh, but now like we're we just got to this year. That's forty-one days. Forty-one days until twenty twenty-two. Oh lord, oh, that sucks. I don't I like hate that. You for saying I don't that. like that. Um, today we will finish uh, part one of the Famitsu interview, even though this is part three of our reading of it. Um, we will also be reading uh, a tease, a tease left by OCP in another Famitsu article oh. uh, that we will surely get to at some point. Um, but it, it is teasing something about 6.1 that is very interesting. Uh, stay tuned for, uh, no, sorry, this was a Mogmail, speakersxiv.com slash Mogmail. We'll be reading that as well after recent events. And of course, stay tuned for the post-show. We'll be reading questions from the syndicate. Um, that's it. Uh, let's uh, jump into um, recent events. Yes. Well, we probably should acknowledge that today <clears throat> would have been a very special episode of Speakers of Eidolon. If... Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> I, I, I've been playing Early Access. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. I'm uh, so tired. Uh, 85 now. I was joke. so sick of that yesterday. <laughs> Everywhere. Everyone was like, oh, are you enjoying Endwalker? And there was that post on, uh, on the subreddit. It's like... <gasps> Uh, pretend Walker Early Access is what it said, but you don't really read that when you click it. You're like, oh, fuck, is, is that today? You click it, and it's just Pretend Walker Early Access. Mm. Stop. Well, at least it's over now. Um, I th I'm sure people are going to still do this. They'll be like, one week in, uh, I'm quite enjoying Endwalker, uh, and then <sighs> theories. Um, but yeah, that's, um, we've got two more weeks. Well, 13 days now. Um how did we talk about this like how, how we're preparing i think we are i think we have but um 
have we talked about? I don't, I don't think I mentioned anything about. Maybe we didn't. How we're, how we're prepping for Endwalker? No, because I think I th- no. You know what? We never got to that because we um well we got the announcement that it was delayed. So yeah. Uh, okay. Mm. Well, um, anything special you're uh, you want to complete or finish before um before Endwalker? Any old um, <laughs> I'm so I already got everything to eighty. That was the big one. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm trying to get some extra moolah to possibly move to Ishgard. That's mm. going all right. I'm all right. I think 20k in or 20 mil in now. All right. Nice. Um, and then I've also been trying uh, to do a lot more into PvP. So I like PvP mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. I like Hidden Gorge a lot, actually. Right. Once, once I once you get it going, it's really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm. I'm reluctantly doing Seal Rock to get the kind of the Lord Commander or whatever it's called outfit. Uh-huh. Uh God, I, I hate Seal Rock. I hate Seal Rock. Seal so Rock much. is the worst front lines. <laughs> I think it's one of the worst, but it has the best reward. Yeah. I don't like Shatter. I I hate Shatter. I'd rather be playing Shatter than Seal Rock. That's weird. I it, it, Seal Rock used to be my favorite. But um, I think it might have been because it it used to just be Seal Rock or like the other one, the um, the original uh, Seal Rock, yeah. Oh, oh. Secure. It was called or, something um, else before then, I think. But it was very slaughter? bad. Was it Slaughter? Yeah, might have been. Well, Slaughter it, was a different thing. Well, it, it it wasn't even called that. It wasn't called the game mode. Like we say Seal Rock, but Seal Rock is actually Secure, isn't it? No. So that's Seas. Seas is it's that game mode, yeah. yeah. But it used to just be named by after like the um, the map. So we used to have Seal Rock, and then there was whatever that place is called with the Cartano Flats. Was it just called Cartano Flats or Cartano Borderlands? Borderlands. Cartano. That's what oh, it was called. Yeah, yeah. God, those Borderlands were, ruins. Yeah, and the original yeah. Borderlands ruins, bad, very bad. So that made Seal Rock the you know <laughs> superior game mode. Seal Rock is so terrible, though. Like the map layout yeah. is so shit. <laughs> why does why does one side have such a huge disadvantage when it comes to like points that are near them? Mm. And then why are the nodes totally random? They're just ra- the all of them can just spawn in one place. Mm-hmm. What the fuck's going on with this game mode? <laughs> and yet they kept that open but closed to Stragalos. For a tiny little like well, Astragalos. is very interesting because the, the 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 map wasn't actually that bad, but there was no. this myth that grew so heavily into the community that it just died because of that. Like there was okay. nothing. I think that's why it never reopened because there was nothing they could really do to fix the map again, because there was this more like a myth more than actual. Because I think that's been debunked by a lot of people that Astragalos wasn't. As bad as people made it out to be, they, it well, could have been it, fixed. It was unbalanced at first. There was yes. a little um, place in the turrets, but, it, but they patched that. They patched they it. Patched yeah. It. But the yeah. myth remained. Like this, like idea that a struggleos is like if you're. I think if you spawned well on one of the sides, you were at a dis- yeah yeah you were at a disadvantage or something. Yeah. Um, Hidden Gorge makes up for it though. Hidden Gorge is like really good. I yes. like. Oh, I liked them both though. Yeah. Mm, yeah, no. I did like, but I, I, it's sad that we only have one map for that, uh, and yeah. also no roulette as a result. Um, 
Okay, so PvP. Um, anyone else have anything they're doing like this? Because I I've or I already did the one thing that I wanted before Endwalker, and that was um, getting all the jobs capped, and that's sort of done. Uh, you did that like hey. what, earlier this year, even like yeah, January? yeah. Hey, you have a relic that you're still with. I don't care about the relic. I'm sorry. Embrace it, Lukeel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For the first time, I have made multiples of every single relic throughout the entire history of this game, including 1.0. But this is the first time I am probably not going to bother to finish the relic. And you can see the progress on my relic on stream. I am very close. And if I had cared, I would have done that like off stream. I cannot be bothered. <laughs> I do not care. Are you going to get the notes? The notes? That's yeah, even like harder. All the field logs or whatever? No. That's easy. You <laughs> just do them. Why? Well, Why do I, what for? Am I going sit, to sit, sit back and read them like in, a, like in yeah, front of the, the fireplace? What? You know I don't care about mounts. Really. <laughs> I don't care. You have a fuck about mounts. I'd be happy just with my chocobo. Uh, yeah, I don't care. Um, I'm almost so, done with it, actually. I, I, I do want to get all the field notes. Mm, Got to mm. do some cleanup in Southern Front, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, okay, yes, go on. I've said this before. After not getting the relic in uh, Eureka, this I'm and Lakeel having gotten every previous relic multiple times, this will probably be the first time that I'm getting more than one relic since I am currently working on my Red Mage and Paladin relics. I might not get both, but... I should probably get one more before the end of Wait, it, before end or... comes out. No, the current. Bosnia. No, in in Bosnia. Okay. Yeah. At this point, it's like <clears throat> the 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 um, the expansion is out in two weeks. What's the point? Like, why do I? You, could, you won't need. You won't need to get a new weapon until you hit level sixty. We're gonna uh, be leveling. Middle, level mm. eighty-five. Literally gonna be thrown. We're gonna have shit thrown at us, like gear. Yeah, but then you can save those and sell them, or get weapons for alt jobs. Yeah, I might finish the relic. Um, maybe I'll. Usually, what happens is that I don't look forward. Like I don't get hyped, or like get that stress pre-expansion stress until like. It's like a few days away. When I know that I've reached a point where there's certain things I can no longer do. Like, oh, it's less mm. than two days. I can't finish this and that now. So now I have to finish whatever I can. That happens you always. You can't max out your retainers pretty soon, guys. Right. Make sure. Right, <laughs> right. For instance, we have reached, I think, a point where I can no longer do the coffee biscuit thing um more than once because leaves need to recharge fully and there is just mm -hmm. no time to recharge a full 100 anymore uh so that's already hitting me now uh so maybe i'll that makes me more worried so i might finish the relic we'll see um yeah mela anything you want to have done before uh, well i'm obviously not going to get everything at 80 but i'm going to get um Summoner capped, so I can do Scholar mm -hmm. just to do the Void quests, right? Um, but not to actually play it. Um, yeah, well, that's and then most maybe of the finish up the <laughs> last of the melee. I mean, right? Yeah, you will have to play through the healer roll quest, oh, oh, Mela. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. but not like in content. Right. Um, maybe that's where so... Mela discovers that he actually loves healing. <laughs> no, I played Astro <laughs> until like seventy something. Yeah, I don't, I don't like healing. Man. No. Uh, and then I'll 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 wrap up all the last quests I've got to do. I've done most of the side quests in this game. 
So right. That's I'll just finish. Oh yes, Chad, Chad is bringing up a good point. Make sure that you do one wondrous tales book. I think you want to start it next week. Oh yeah, so you when have you hand it in, you yeah. get free experience. You get a free yeah. half a level. True. Nice. true, 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 true. I always forget you can get XP from Wondrous Tales. Mm. I yeah, never they did it. Modern. Much later. Yeah. 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 I didn't know you could do this until recently. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I did Wondrous Tales for the first time like two weeks ago since Heavensward. I mm. stopped doing Wondrous Tales a long time ago. No. That book I gave her back was probably moldy at this point. <laughs> yeah. Same to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, it was never that fun, but it was a, like a little lottery game that was fun, I guess. Um, I should uh, mention also that uh, I t I think a couple of podcast episodes ago, I think we said, I think I made it clear that we're not moving, um, we're not relocating, we're not getting a new house because there is no money in the FC chest. Well, we have reached that goal Whoa. now, oh, so yeah. <laughs> we, so it, we it happened to so scam quickly. Everyone out of oh, loads yeah. of money. It has happened. It, it has happened so quickly. I haven't had time to donate anything, so I don't know where this magic money came from. <laughs> no, uh, I, I did a lot of. Um, I think Win told me he's like, yeah, we're trying to get money for it. So like, yeah, okay. yeah, I know. I, I forgot. I'm actually somewhat wealthy on my alt for some reason. <laughs> You're also Rollo, master of coin. <laughs> <laughs> that's not master of fundraising that's that's what I, is it I'm then what is it you're i look at them <laughs> i see mm. i see i see um well we haven't decided i mean i mean we have to now we have the money so we have to at least enter the lottery it's not no guarantee oh, yeah. of course but um I'll, I'll help you try and get a house if you want as well and, well i don't know if we can can we there's Which no can you give we need or to deposit the money that? into the lottery, so we can That's only it, afford yes. one ticket. Um, yeah. I don't know if you can actually buy multiple tickets. Can you do that? I can't. don't no, imagine so, that. It's, right. it's one, yeah. and you can't. Once you put it in for one plot, you can't take it out and move somewhere else. Right. You have to just mm. wait. Mm -hmm. That's why they want to show you how many people you're competing with at the placard, so you know. Do you want to try and compete for this one lot that has like twenty six different people, or the mm. one that's only got? Right, yeah. Let's make sure we're going for a shitty lot. Like, we're in the <laughs> no. corner, far away no. from the market board. We're going for the best we can get. Oh, oh, okay. I see. We're going, we're going that far now. <laughs> we, got, we got one of the best lots in Shiragane before it's we realized true. we didn't like being there. Right, that's yeah. true. <laughs> Why did we move here? All the hype for Shiragane just like lost. Yeah, that was weird. I think it was just because so, it was new. Okay. I think that's the same thing that's happening to Ishgard now. We're going to be talking like a year or two from now and be like, why did we relocate to Ishgard? <laughs> well, I think you'll like Ishgard because you've, you, a lot of you guys have a disdain for Kugai. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> or the Far East in general. It's, yeah, it just, it's, um, it's Maybe an annoying. We'll have nice music. Yeah, yeah. It's an annoying place. Shiragane, no. It's an annoying place because if. Uh, if someone wants to join the FC and they're like new, they yeah. can't find us because we're in Shirogane. Mm -hmm. So they have well, to they go can. through all these hurdles to get there. Yeah. Yeah, but they'll get there faster, Rollo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now we're more accessible. Um, slightly. Slightly. Yeah, you still need to get to Heavensward. But that's part of the free trial. So mm -hmm. there you go. Not that you can join FCs in the free trial. True. Yeah. But at least you can look at us. <laughs> you need to call it you need to rename the fc house to like chateau despique oh yeah we need to be france mm -hmm. um 
I don't know what our house is actually called now. It's. I think we still I have. I think it's called Shiragane Fifty One Dash. No, I think it has a name. Crystal something. Crystal Hall. I Maybe. think it's called Crystal Hall, which is like which was the placeholder name when we bought the first house. Just never changed it. Um, okay. Mm. Um, so Endwalker, it's coming um, two weeks from now. Uh, countdown has begun uh, on the lodestone with um, artwork for each day, as mm -hmm. we are accustomed yeah. to now. Ooh, wait, see that Rogan in today. <laughs> Ooh, zooey mama. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they're at. They're, I think they're also featured on the launcher? Question mark. Uh, Are they? I, I don't know. I'm guessing. I've not noticed them. I haven't. You know what? I'm opening the launcher live. We're doing it. Li this is real uh, podcasting right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing opening. It too. Uh, Final they're really nice artwork online. But some of the other um, pictures in the past have been easier to not. turn into wallpapers than these ones. Oh, it is actually featured. Yeah. It's featured, but it's not a picture. It's in the news section, in the topic oh, section, okay. the lower That's left. <laughs> so, uh, 17 days left, and it is a, um, yeah, it's a, it's a Rogadon um, there, for sure. It's a Rogadon Dark Knight. Yes. And she is magnificent. That's oh. how you know this was recorded on the 20th, because we said that. You know how they sometimes exactly. like to prove that this is, yeah. That's right. That's our timestamp. You should hold up a newspaper as well from today. Um, no, actually, move on. Here's here's my um, eye drop instructions. Oh, okay. So that's yeah, how that's you know it was today. Yeah, that's it's a lot. Dated. Yeah, isn't this very long just for eye drops? Even then, I I did fuck it up today because I uh, it said it, it no, that's like true. explicitly states do not put your contacts in uh, and uh, I think it was until like an hour later and I put them in immediately and I could feel my contacts melting and I had to like sit in the sink and drain and it was horrible. Uh, all right. Sit in the sink. Well, I, I, yeah, I sat, yeah, I sat in the sink and cried because I was just waiting for my eyes to, to melt. Um, that's how I get comfort, like a cat. I like to sit in the yeah. sink. Um, all right, um, moving on. That was uh, just uh, teasing Endwalker, making it worse for you to wait, just to remind you that it's coming, but it's still two weeks away. Um, we, uh, we, every time 14 is nominated for awards, I always say, we have been nominated. Fuck it. We've been nominated <laughs> for uh, two awards in the video game uh, awards. Um, best ongoing and best community support. Um, when we talked about this last year, that's so funny. I wish I remembered the episode number, but I'm not going to do that again, uh, where I just randomly pick an episode number. Um, but, um, about this time last year, um, we talked about this and I, I remember us going, oh, we clearly, we have no chance of winning. We're, we're like the underdog. We don't really have, we're not that big <laughs> for the first time. We might actually win something, <laughs> so uh, we have a chance now. So make sure you um, yes go vote. Vote well, for Final Fantasy XIV. Do not vote that's, for Genshin Impact. That's, I mean, <laughs> well, competition kind of fucking sucks. It's weird, yeah, isn't it? In best ongoing, like, it's Apex Legends, 
the Genshin Impact Call of Duty Warzone, and I guess the only like real, well, I guess Genshin Impact as well, but Fortnite mm. is also in, Ooh, in here. No, which... Genshin Impact has has been uh, draining on its community for a couple of months. Oh, now. Okay, yeah, I've noticed that, but I don't That's know how good. dedicated. It's just so bad, Gergi, mm. but I keep playing. Mm -hmm. I know I that. If I yeah. find out even one person's vote for Genshin Impact. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best community support as well, which I think maybe we have a good chance there as well. Our, our... Yeah, the support's really good. Yeah, so... Yeah, there's that. Go vote. I don't know about the community, but the support's really good. <laughs> um, all right. Um, so that's that. Go vote, go vote, go vote. Um, now moving on, we have... Um, this little uh, tease from a Famitsu interview that is yet to be fully translated. Um, this has been... Uh, oh. Hopefully by next week. Yeah, I believe this was translated by... It was, it, it was translated by the Twitter user, right? Or is this... Yeah, just, it was yeah. Translated, translated by Audrey at Itakimochi. Thank you for Twitter. saying that, because I was preparing mentally to say that. Um... <laughs> So, uh, I'll just read this. Producer and director Yoshida's comment about the Endwalker story via Famitsu November 18th, 2021 magazine. Yoshida says, There is a big mystery that will be revealed within the saga of the Hydaelyn versus Zodiac arc. For those of you who have come along through the journey of 14 up until now, you might think you'll go that far? Once this mystery is made clear, it shall then form as the basis of the new chapter of the story. In lieu of that, we have poured our thoughts from these past 11 years and have also put... Huh? We have poured our thoughts from these past 11 years and have also put preparation into the content moving forward for the next 10 years to come. Oh, 10 more years. Mm -hmm. There you go. We're going to be... Well, some of us will be 40 playing so, 14. So what he's, Not me. what he's saying, though, is they're essentially just making a new massive arc. Yeah, which and is we'll what he what said. He, so that means they've decided. The it, it, yeah, because is that what is that what you take away from when he says you'll go that far? What? What Mela said? Or what no, I said? What you said. That, that's just a new ten. No, no. Well, but he says because uh, he says for the next ten years, and he says the next arc. Yeah. And this one was ten years, so presumably the next one's going to be long as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. The so real interesting thing is because when we when the they last it's going to be revealed when they last talked about what came after the arc they said they were like looking into different ways if they wanted another like Hydaelyn Zodiac arc mm. style or if they wanted you know more like piecemeal like every expansion is a different like story with no relation to the mm -hmm. previous expansion mm -hmm. because I've seen I mean, people do that. Making two theories based on the line, you'll go that far, whether we're going into space. That's in not. The moon, or yeah. whether we're going into the. Whether it's going to be a time skip. That is some interpretation. They, that's that what they read from you'll go that far. That's very wide. <laughs> you'll go that far, and speculation runs wild. It can literally we be are. anything, though. <laughs> we're really reaching on this one. Yeah. Uh, he says that it, you'll find that within the storyline though so That's if it's true. gonna be a time skip yeah they wouldn't reveal oh we're gonna do a time skip soon but not now mm -hmm. so i don't that's... know if that's necessarily true but maybe the thing about the travel through space thing could be true or 
We have a spaceship, just, I think, yeah, like going we'll by go the logo. To the Dragon Star. Yeah. Maybe the Dragon be... Star will play into a, a Mericidia expansion. That yeah. would sort of go against what we've heard, though, from like the people that the, the dev team. Remember how I don't know who said it. Was it Ishikawa who said he wanted she wanted to focus more on Aorcia again? That's true. It's weird for them Yoshi to just be... go d different planet. <laughs> yeah. Did he like make a? I love this was like a personal opinion, but he much preferred like medieval fantasies. Mm. <laughs> so, like, yes, he does. Yeah, he does. Some of the stuff we're getting into now, I would think he would have pivoted a little bit towards that. But you know what? I guess maybe not. Yeah. Maybe that's the you'll go this far, that there's going to be a massive cataclysm event and all technology will be wiped out and we'll just be peasants. You know, it would be really cool if they could do that, but, I mean, it, there are ways they can do, like, because usually we have never experienced a calamity like the ones before the Seventh Umbral because the Seventh Umbral calamity didn't reset civilization like it has done before, right? No. Would like be what five years? Yeah, five years, and we're back to normal basically. But the well, normal. Uh, the the other ones literally like erased civilizations. Alag just fucking disappeared. Uh, there are there's literally ages that we don't even know, like the lost age, like the fifth um astral or umbral, which was like the calamity of ice. That mm. that one's just gone because most people fucking died. <laughs> so the maybe they can just do a full-on calamity and then have like that see that's the problem i mean i know how they can do that but that would be so disruptive for like the overworld because you'd essentially just you just remake like the new expansion new zones are new limsa and new ulda <laughs> right and you can teleport back to old yeah because there's like just like They'll figure out again. Yeah, they'll figure out some sort of uh, time skip reason for you to teleport back and forth between the eras. But I mean, we do that with the first. We just randomly teleport back and forth, and they gave us a lore reason for it, so they can do that yeah. with time skips I mean, as well. They can do whatever they want and make any kind of lore justification. Like it doesn't. Yeah. It's made up. You can do whatever. That's true. Um, the problem is obviously that that's not going to happen in this expansion because they haven't shown us anything like that. <laughs> so that's obviously not going to happen. Um, yeah. No, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how what they mean. But I don't want to go to like a different planet. We're not even done discovering our own. Are we going to do the first shit again? Okay, Lukeel, but what if you went to a different planet and your jump height was like two times higher because it's lighter gravity? <laughs> Wouldn't that be fucking hype? Like, That's like the new travel system. We're like, all right, we got swimming, we got flying, now we got bigger yeah. jump. Mm, <laughs> mm. Or the gravity's so high we can't jump on that planet. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, yeah. Maybe we maybe we won't even explore the dragon star Lakeel. Maybe we're gonna bring the dragons back there so they can re like colonize their own planet. Because remember, that's why they left because it was like being destroyed. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna get rid of the dragons. But gonna... <laughs> it doesn't mean we have to explore it just because we like it. Well, then that's the not that far. That's just go a story home, point. Dragons. That they'll be like, well, like maybe back, go back to your star. Then. Yeah. Maybe we there's one zone there, Lakeel. Doesn't mean that like we have to explore the entire planet. I, do, I just don't like the idea that we're just going to leave Hydaelyn again. Like, stop Thanks giving up on so on much. the actual main world, Yoshi P. Make a story on Hydaelyn again. <laughs> um, 
You've helped us through five expansions. We have Mara City. We have the New World. I mean, to be fair, we are getting, you know, Old Charlie and we're getting Thavnir and we're getting more on Hydaelyn probably. Um, but yeah. And also, we're talking about Endwalker, right? Yeah, the mystery that will be revealed with the saga of Highland versus Sodiark. So yeah, we can't just think we can't just think that we're going to like fucking other planets right now because we already know most of the locations. Oh, no, we're definitely not going to another planet this expansion. No, that's what he's talking no. about. But no, something will happen in this expansion that will be the basis for the next whole arc. So something major. Yeah, yeah, something's going to happen in this expansion that will set the stage for the yeah. next ten years. You rebuild this space. Space. Oh, you get to customize it, and then you get to decorate your little spaceship on the inside. That will really disappoint me if we get like a space story. <laughs> oh my god! That's it, Rollo. It's first contact with an alien. We're the getting first contact yes! with a massive uh, alien species, yeah. and we join the Galactic Council. <laughs> we're just it turns into Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah. Then we fe federalize, and we become a united federation yeah. of stars. <laughs> Uh, Lieutenant, you're stolen. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, no, oh my god. Cool. Starfleet makes sense because they refer to planets as stars. Oh my god. There we go. We build. We, yeah. It, it writes itself. Yep. Grand companies of Eorzea, they just merge and they become the the they become Starfleet. There you go. We've done it. We've done it. You're welcome, Yoshi P. You can take get that one for free. We've given you a lot of free shit, by the way. You never use yeah. them, which is weird. But <laughs> when, when we start having company starships or spaceships, oh, are you excited, Lakeel, for when um, they start just bringing you back, I don't know, you lumber? <laughs> yes. Yes. We've, caught, we've planet cracked an entire world with 17 you lumber. <laughs> oh god um well it would make sense if it like goes to other planets you know there could be you lumber and other yeah, planets uh, but you know you'd expect them to bring back some you planet yeah um okay yeah, well you'd expect submarines to bring back something more interesting and they don't true true yeah, true um okay so that's uh what we can well we we have we will find out in two weeks uh, what Maybe. this will be? Well, I don't Unless think it's really obscure and we're too stupid. That is possible, but uh, even if we're too stupid, Mela, <laughs> there's going to be a subreddit that's going to be full of it. So that's we can just true. go to the subreddit and then read it and be like, "Oh, guys, we figured it out." But no, don't say that because we actually oh. do have original correct ideas. Oh, do we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're no I like I genuinely do. I I try to not read the subreddit when there's like theories floating so that no. i can make theories yeah completely untouched by oh. other people um but if we are too stupid mela we can just go to the subreddit and read that's true um what no, other we'll people have figured smart, out so. um though i will say we talked about how uh the logo of endwalker isn't actually the moon yeah mm. oh yeah that's weird Interesting how that them. started floating around on the internet shortly after, huh? <laughs> we we make everything. Come on. Yeah, that's we right. Do. That's right. Um, okay. 
We're uh, the well of this community. <laughs> <laughs> We're the fucking sinkhole of this community. Well, we we even <laughs> talked about how we think the hole can be well. It many we had many theories about the hole, but I'm thinking more and more that that's like something has come out of it. The more I look yeah. at it, I've looked at it a lot. <laughs> of course, I have. But I I feel like it looks it looks like an exit hole. So uh, something has left this planet. Um, so, be. yeah, it's very interesting. I can't wait That's to see. That's the big reveal. reveal. What do you think came out of it? Do you think Zodiac or Hyde Zodiac makes sense? But also maybe it's Amarot, the floating thing that we saw. Oh. Um, yes, because it had sort of that look. It could be it just ripped out the planet and is floating above it. Yeah. Uh, I, for some reason, I just feel like it's not Amarok, but it could be different. I well, can the, definitely see it being another another ancient city. It is an mm. ancient. It's an. Uh, it's got. It's got the same design as yeah. Amarot, mm-hmm. um, and it makes sense that we have an Amarot in our source as well. I mean, the first. Well, the has idea one. that the idea that they claimed in the story at that point was that our version of the ancient ruins were destroyed by the fact that we've experienced seven calamities at this point but what if it actually left the planet and it never actually mm-hmm. got blown yeah. up um well we'll see uh soon it could also just be zodiac's escape hole um but uh okay moving on to another story um this is uh by uh <laughs> um Father of Final Fantasy, you could say. Um, yeah. Sakaguchi has been... Um, it's actually translated an interview... His own interview. Uh, or an interview <laughs> done with him. Uh, but is this also Famitsu? This is Famitsu Heavy today. I believe this is also from Famitsu, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and first of all, very sweet. <laughs> that he's like, oh, you know what? I'll translate it for you. Um, and it's like sh- real old man shit because <laughs> it's like <laughs> he, he's translated it uh, in like w- um, like word editor on a Mac, um, <laughs> and then he has taken a photo of the document from his computer, which has like it's it even has the, it's a screenshot, and it's even the fucking. <laughs> It even has like the title of the document, dear underscore yeah. ff14 dot rtfd, um, and it's just a JPEG. That photo makes him seem even older than he is. Oh, that's true. Thinking that he's that getting would... down his phone and take a picture. Now that would be screen. peak. That would be peak. Now it is a screenshot, and it is actually that's properly. What would do. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It is. It is properly cropped. It's perfectly cropped. Uh, you could say. Um, but all right, it's let's beautiful. go. He should be pretty decent at English because apparently he lives in Hawaii now. Oh, he does, yeah. Well, there you go. Also, That's we learned yesterday studios. that Final Fantasy IX was developed in Hawaii. Wow. And it's, well, partially developed in this de- in Square Enix's defunct Honolulu division. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, at a Honolulu division. Yeah, there's literally like apparently. you can get a, an Aloha shirt. They well, actually, you can get eight. Uh, that you can wear with, so your characters actually I, change appearance. No, they don't like though. They don't actually change appearance. This is called an Aloha shirt. It has bad stats, and it's just a, it was just an Easter egg because they made oh. it part of Smashland. Oh Hawaii. yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's true. Chat was couldn't decide on whether or not it was visible. Yeah, completely pointless. Completely pointless. 
Um, anyways. Worth money, though. You can sell them. That's true. 9,500 gil. Um, all right. Uh, Sakaguchi translated this interview, so I'll just read it for you now. Well, it's not the whole interview. It's just one part of it. About encounters. Encounters with nostalgic characters. I knew that Chocobo was going to be in the game, but I was really surprised and, fe and felt this nostalgia when I encountered the monsters designed by Amano-san, like the fat Chocobo mounts and monsters all around the map, making me feel like I was at my first junior high and high school reunion. The dot-drawn goblins had been transformed into CG with Amano-san's colors. I felt like I was giving these monsters a huge hug, all the while <laughs> slashing my way through their health gauges. Um, so that's, that's one part. Yeah. He, so he's, he's often, you can find him in like streams now. He often joins the Woolhead when he streams as well. Um, yes. wow. it's, it's quite fun because he, he gets very, um, excited when he, he sees a reference to an old Final Fantasy game. Um, so, okay. Mirror Prism. Mirror Prisms. Yeah. Mirror Pri. Uh, appearance is very important in MMOs. It is also a way to show off the strength of the weapons and armor you're wearing. I thought it was great that they used the, the glamour prism method to make it more fashionable. It satisfies both the performance and appearance needs of the game. When I got to a certain level, I got a shiny weapon from the market and, <laughs> and glamoured it. Then... Uh, oopsie daisy. Uh, then I wrapped myself in the Final Fantasy 1 Amano-san packaged armor I got from Crystal Tower. Looks are very important. Then I congratulated everyone, including uh, Matsuno-san, saying it's a miracle that you can get everything in two rounds. Yeah, that's cool. He's got... Uh... Yeah. Sorry? Go on. Yes, Go on. Uh, it's cool that he's got the um, Warrior of Light Gear from Crystal Tower with that. What is that the Seiryu blade? <laughs> I think no. It's uh, is it Thornton? It's like the glowy one. I think that might be yeah. Thornton. But yeah, what I was gonna say is he's very lucky if he managed to get the whole Warrior of Light set in two runs of Crystal Tower. You know that everyone's fucking budget. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That took me a while to collect those ones. Mm. Well, there you go. That's uh, that's well, there's, uh, two more. there's two more parts to this. Oh my god, you're right. But that's not been linked in the document. I can't get over these fucking in the document. Is uh, it screenshots? I put them there. <laughs> Where? Underneath. Yeah. There's three links to twitterimage.com. Are we on the same document right now? Yeah. Uh. I hope so. Oh no! Well, I don't see you in the document anymore. Unless you're no, I don't see you in the document. Are you disconnected? <laughs> is your love? Oh, does it not? Does it not? Uh, sorry, there's been a storm. Wait, my internet would have died if that was the case. That's true. Okay, well, I'll. Uh, anyway, I'll... we're in episode two seven four show notes. Yeah, that is same. <laughs> same. <laughs> uh, you go, Lakiel, if you want the links. I'm gonna just open it. Oh God! Sorry. Oh, there you go, an iron. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah they didn't. Remember to cut this from the episode. It hasn't synced. No, oh, God, what's this fucking time code? To write that on my arm. You like my fast shirt? It's official NASCAR merch, by the way. All right, now we have to get rid of it. He's <laughs> cutting this part out, so it's fine. Oh one, oh one. Let's say thirty. All right. Um. Okay. 
next, the thrill of flying. <clears throat> the best moment for me was when I soared into the sky with my chocobo. Of course, I was also impressed when I got my own chocobo, or when I cleared a dungeon or a raid for the first time. But among them, the first time I flew was bad badass. Badass. <laughs> when you enter a new world, you have to complete the Wind Vein quest. Albeit a, a bit tedious, lol. Before you can glide... Glide? Yeah. That's right. We glide. So, you will experience the pleasure of flying over the land you have been running around on so many times. Sorry, on many times. And every time I do, I'm amazed at the changes in the scenery I see from high in the sky. And I'm moved by how much more beautiful and different it looks. Flying is wonderful. <laughs> Aww. That's a good end. Flying is wonderful. Flying is wonderful. Final Fantasy theme park recently there have been a lot of theme park areas dedicated to video games and i've been looking at them from the side and feeling a little jealous <laughs> right around then i entered the world of final fantasy 14 it was nothing short of a final fantasy theme park i met amano's character flew across the sky in a chocobo and adventured and fought with the other players who visited this world it's wonderful <laughs> This was a true game theme park, and Final Fantasy had already gotten the best of both worlds. I realized there was no need to be envious at all. I'd like to thank the staff who created this world, their eight years of sincere effort, and their abundant talent. This is an amazing world. It's a theme park full of Final Fantasy. The Final Fantasy has become the final reality in virtual world. What? Mm. <laughs> yes, no, I like perfect. How I feel about that last line. Final reality. It's the final reality, First guys. The new series. Yeah. Final reality one. <laughs> um, yeah, that's um, that's his uh, Again. words. <laughs> that's his words. That's, word. There's another. Wait, there's no more, right? There's one more. Oh, wait, did I just read the last one? You yeah, did read the last one right. before you read the second one, but they're all disjointed. Oh, God, this is matter. very fucking confusing. <laughs> The one you want is has a picture of Lakeland. Why isn't mm. why aren't my dragon. documents syncing anymore? Uh, whatever. Mm. It was beautiful. Sorry, scenery. It was beautiful. For example, I couldn't move an inch in the peach purple forest at the Shadowbringer starting point. I kept taking pictures, shaken by the beauty. I felt like it was a waste of time to take a step forward. Not only the grandeur of the natural terrain, but also the uniquely designed things for this world are excellent. The designers are doing the best job they can. Most recently, Ilmeg, in that fairy space, even the mounts seemed to be assimilated into the world, enveloped in a nebulous spirit. I have to take my hat off to the originality and taste of the decorations, such as the electric lights that look like flowers attached to cottonwool dandelions. The graphical tricks of the dungeon were also amazing. The dungeons are not only full of CG backgrounds, but also full of gimmicks that give a sense of surprise and attraction. In one battlefield, I felt as if I were, were a battlefield photographer, as I love to take pictures of shells flying in the distance and parachutes <laughs> falling. <laughs> Very specific. Uh, He's got a real... Yeah, he knows what he likes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the system. I just imagine yeah, him walking through dungeons and saying things like Reen does when oh, she's in This is where egg. you cue the Shatner sound bites. Oh, oh wow. Exactly. Wow. Oh, my God. If you God. ever got cued with him, you might as well just leave. Cause it's not 
okay, the system. It took about eight years to create this game, but not only because of the time it took, but also because of the sheer complexity and variety of the game, which showed off the staff's obsession in a good way. The breadth and depth of the system is still not clear to me. Of course, it's only been a month or so since I started playing, so that's to be expected. But I should, I should be able to grasp the shape of the system with my senses due to my profession. But it's still deep. It's so deep that I want to get into it. <laughs> Let's go further and further. I'm sure that in another 30 years or so, this Final Fantasy XIV will look like the Matrix. <laughs> it will have sublimated into an absolute virtual space. Good lord. He's got I the, mean, the we're getting reality. blazing reviews here from... <laughs> so he has lost his mind in this game. Uh, he loves it. Well, that's good. Like it's that. approved by, by Papa FF, but it's, mm -hmm. it's a lot. He's had a profound experience with this game. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Sakaguchi um, praising Loves Final it. Fantasy fourteen. It's weird that it took him this long to give it a go, but I, I guess MMOs are time-consuming. Yeah, I, I don't know and if he ever... everyone's cup of tea. Did Sakaguchi ever play Eleven, I wonder? I oh, honestly, he, Nikhil, I feel like, he was like, nah. Yeah, he's got a better consumer's <laughs> life than wasting on that game. Well, you, you know what? He might not have played. They might not have played fourteen because of eleven, because eleven was made when MMOs were like that. And <laughs> you are you like you love shitting on eleven. I'm just gonna ignore that. Yeah, I was gonna say these people are making so much fun <laughs> no, of eleven. Listen. I was doing it last week as yeah. well. And I'm just thinking about the comments from the last yeah. bod yeah. and people saying, "Oh, these people are bullying 11. Yeah, you no, are. I want to play eleven. I mean, it kind of looks like shit, but like I like <laughs> shit sometimes. <laughs> I like oh, yeah. shit sometimes. That's so so <laughs> true. Right? I I want to play it, but I like. Let's look at people I... like fucking OG Runescape. Runescape looks like ass. Like OG Runescape, mm, it kind of plays like ass too, but people like it. I yeah. will be the yeah. lone sometimes... defender of Eleven in, on this <laughs> Some, podcast. I am okay with that. Sometimes people like ass. I know what you mean, Rana. I know what you mean. That's true. Truer words never been spoken. Sometimes people no. like ass. Um, yes. You guys have been gifted a lot of very good clips. I want to see these later. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there you go. Um, uh, yeah, I think I think he may not have played fourteen because eleven was such a different, like it's such a yeah. classic MMO, and it's like oh, there's no way I'm going to get into that. Then he played fourteen. Such and a it's waste like, of time. Hmm. Or a, a, not a waste, but a, a time sink. It's too much for him to like get into. Yes, eleven is very yeah, complex. He's, he's a game designer. He's got a job. Right, right. He can't be like the people who play eleven. Who uh... does he still work? That doesn't work anymore. Thought he retired. He's retired. Mm. No. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's why he's playing now. Yeah, because he's yeah. retired now. Yeah. Might just been time and place his... kind of thing, where it's like you know. And it's Honolulu mansion. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if he has a mansion, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that's why he moved to Hawaii, so that he could retire in, like, luxury, or at least a nice place. Yeah. yeah well, I'm pretty sure, I'm sure Sakaguchi had, like, he was kept, you know, updated on Eleven. I mean, he, I mean, he's a big guy yeah. in Final Fantasy, so he, yeah. 
He's heard of it. Yeah, 11 can't give you the experience that 14 does, though. I will admit that. No. The theme park aspect is not present. Like, 11 is a more contained world, or like its own Yeah, world. I was going to say, 11 is much more its own. Yeah. It doesn't borrow as much from no. other games. And when it, when, and when it does, it's, like, baked in, and it's, like, a vague, more like a vague reference. But, yeah, there's, because yeah. there's, like, in Tomos. Some ways that's, and... that's better than what we have. There are good. There are there are positives and negative. There's pros and cons like for both world, systems. Whereas, like you know, Eorzea feels like a world, but then the Omega stuff, as an example. Yeah, but I like I, I accept the Omega stuff because it's like contained in its own world. Yeah, like it, yeah. it literally tells you like this is its own. This is just. It doesn't affect the world. What's happening there? No, no. no. Um, okay. You could argue if Dalmasca ever becomes, like, um, an actual part of the main lore, that, well, it technically is already, that's more of a, that's what, that would probably not happen in 11, because that's literally just 12 that's now coming into yeah. the, the, the world. Okay, uh, that's, um, that's what we have for recent events. Let's, uh, read a couple of mog mails from you, the viewers, speakersxavi.com slash mogmail. I forgot the me the menu, <laughs> the address. The menu. There you go. Well, let's the here. menu? Bye. From, oh, it's from AJ Brainswordson. Um, based on previous... In oh, this is long. Will this show? Okay, never mind. Based on previous interview question, it seems Yoshi P wasn't sure if 6.0 was going to be Endwalker, i.e. the end of the Hydlin and Sodiark story. Maybe Endwalker was going to be the uh, going to be 7.0 instead. So what would this alternate 6.0 have been? My theory is that this would have been the Ilse Bardgarlian themed expansion that Mela so desperately has wanted. And I think the final boss would have been Varus based on his setup in 4.55 and recent interviews saying that they had already made battle animations for Varus and that's why they added him to the Bosia uh, storyline instead of Gabranth. I'm sure Endwalker is going to be good, but part of me definitely wishes we'd gotten this middle expansion. Right now, it feels a little like we're skipping a chapter, rushing to the end, and this podcast has discussed previously why Yoshi P might want to do that. Looking at the maps from the media tour, it seems as though we're going straight from the locks to Garlemald and bypassing so much territory. It feels quite disconnected and almost feels like a waste of potential, although I'm sure they'll do more with these provinces in the future. What do you guys think about this? Do you wish we'd gotten this middle expansion too? Or are you happy that we're skipping to the end of the Hydland Zodiac arc? If, if only so uh, that you don't have to hear the words Hydland and Zodiac arc again. <laughs> yeah, this is um, a good point. And not something we've okay. really talked. We've, I believe, we might have talked about this like a little bit, but um, yeah, they did say he did definitely gave the um, uh, impression that he was debating whether or not we were going to have you know one more expansion before the end. I know for sure we've talked about that. Um, mm -hmm. And if you look at it like right now, it does feel like it's happening very quickly. Like the, it's all of a it sudden, Garlemald just falls, and like we yeah. remember, we were at war uh, at the end of Stormblood. Like, um, mm -hmm. and then there was like a sudden like. Well, it's very unrealistic. Isn't yeah, it, really? it, it, there, if you, I how think... can the biggest empire in the world lose like two provinces, and now suddenly it's in a civil war right it's, it's if you if you if you step back and look at the like consistency of the story there's something that happens at the end of stormblood that where the story sort of feels like it's trying to rush things to like get us to Endwalker. um and i mean shadowbringers doesn't even really address 
the Garlean Empire at all until we're like, like, I mean, there, there's like, meanwhile in the Imperial Palace, which is like two minutes, I think mm. there's like, the, is that where we roleplay as a Stinian? Is that the end of... Uh... Not until, that's not until 5.1. Yeah, so right, 5.0 doesn't address it at Astinian, all. The Astinian Gaia stuff does appear throughout the oh, um, yeah. right. Shadowbringers storyline. Yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of agree with AJ. But then in a way, Shadowbringers feels like, if you really look at it, almost like a filler in a way it's like weird taken us away from the main world and the main story to have this bit yeah the, what is what is so okay so let's when we say fast we're not talking about like yes empire when an empire starts to crumble it happens very quickly <laughs> like when hmm. the top goes everything goes right it's a house of cards and all yeah. that shit but um the we're talking about like the structure of the story and like what we expect to happen in the story like Garlemald was teased since 1.0. Uh, and mm. now, when we actually thought we were going to get like this deep Garlean themed expansion, it just gets destroyed. And it's not about it, that at all. That's why, you know, we know that there was probably going to be an alternative here where Endwalker wasn't until 7.0, that there would be a Garlean-themed expansion, maybe all about the, the fall or collapse of the Garlean Empire. Um, I mean, part of my issue with it as well is that we've been expecting to go to Ilsebard since A Realm Reborn, and I guess before that. Yeah. And the time we finally get there is when the main attraction has already been destroyed. Yeah. Mm. Because I know a lot of people are, are are fine with this, and I'm fine with it. I don't, you know, whatever they decide, I'll go with that. Yeah. But um, consider the even the even Stormblood. The trailer for Stormblood shows Ilsebard as we pan past it, like in with <laughs> thunder cracking, mm. and like oh, and we were like oh my god, Garlemald, Garlemald, Garlemald. Didn't get Garlemald. Uh, no. We thought Shadowbringers was going to be like, oh, Garlemald, 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 because uh, he, he, said. he said we're going to take on yeah. Garlemald, didn't get Garlemald. And then we're like, okay, the next expansion, that's the Garlemald, because now things are ramping up. There's war, like, there's an, we're like, uh, ceasefire right now, but there's all this Black Rose shit. It was all this buildup. Didn't get Garlemald at all in Shadowbringers. And now Endwalker, it's destroyed already. <laughs> And this so, expansion, yeah. Endwalker, we finally get to Garland Mold. Yeah. It's still got clouds on the map, Ilsebard. Yes, that's true. They might lift the Uncover clouds. Uncover it. Well, they might lift the clouds when they the will. game is launched, Mela. I think that they will, Mela, but they don't want to do it yet because all of Ilsebard will be destroyed. Yes. Oh, God. And they don't, want, they don't want to show you two versions of the map with it not destroyed and with it destroyed. Yeah. Oh. Um... Yeah, I feel like it might be a loss in terms of like being able to experience Garlemald as it was, like, well, as it technically is right now. Um, well, no, actually, at this point, it's quite unpleasant to be there in the story, but um, as it used <laughs> yeah. to be, uh, we will probably never experience that, which is unfortunate. Uh, but I, then again, we, we I think they had to do this because of the one thing we always brought up when we talked about Garlemald, and that is the same reason we say that how can I, an empire fall that quickly? Garlemald is hard to get into, and we don't know how the fuck mm. we would be able to walk around <laughs> in the capital of the Garlean Empire. It would be impossible for us to do that, and it would be mm. very weird lore-wise. So, well, I don't know. 
What were you gonna say, Rolling? I'm gonna say I I feel like they could never really do Gorimal justice in the first place. Uh and mm. maybe they kinda realize that. Yeah. Uh maybe from the reception from Alamigo or not. I don't know. But like you know, so everyone wants, you know, uh, Garamal to be a big city, you mm-hmm. know. Like, it's, it's the place where people live. Mm-hmm. It's the capital. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yes. Um, it can't be the Tome City. <laughs> no. It can't be the other city. That's the other true. major settlement. Mm-hmm. Nice. They, they, yeah, I see. That's the problem, isn't it? It would have to be like an overworld, or they would have to do something new, like introduce a city that doesn't have those amenities, and that's weird. My, <laughs> my theory was always that like you would get access to a small like enclave of Garmold at the very end of the story. That mm-hmm. would make it the Tome City. Okay. Yeah. And then possibly for the next expansion, you would get access to the rest of the city as the like main city of that expansion. Right. Yeah, that that could work. That could work yeah, I mean, it could have worked. Is... It will not work now. No, <laughs> well, no, no. But all we're getting is like broken Garlemald and that snowy area. But I mean, I wanted like three Ilsebard zones because <laughs> I think think yeah. about the, the law there. There's like that's where the Rothgar are from. Yeah, going to get any Rothgar law. Um, it's got lo- probably got loads of little settlements of hard up guardians who can't live in the city and mm-hmm. you know it'd be interesting to see how they live yeah and it might not be all snow it might have some interesting architectural no, terrain or whatever not all snow on ilsebar no the whole no. continent can't be covered in snow no no it just and we got a brief glimpse all. with um turncliff which looks like an ff8 town right so mm-hmm. i just feel like we've we might have lost a lot from Ilsebar, and that makes me a bit sad. But and AJ also brings what up the, the Varus thing. It, it would explain this, like, sudden just, like, throwing him away oh, when yeah. he has this weird setup at the end, and then he's in the next expansion, he's just killed. Um, yeah. Varus is one of the greatest points of, like, lost potential, I think. But I also um, feel like Varus was, like, a casualty of them possibly thinking they didn't have enough for a whole Garlean themed expansion. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Which is which is quite weird because Garlemald has a lot of interesting things. There's like all of these like remember he has like family, like Xenos has like um there's the whole imp- royal imperial line. We don't even know who like the um, anyone else is in in this fucking family, but Apparently, there is enough to cause, like, a war of succession. So, th- there's all that. There's so much lore tied to Garlemald that we... I mean, we I'm, I shouldn't speak too soon. We don't know how much lore we're actually going to get. still get a, gar- a lot of Garlean stuff. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. Like, enough to satisfy people. Yeah. But uh, I just... I think just after Shadowbringers, like, going through it, and then them just, well, you know, they're a puppet... Making the big puppet the antagonist, I just, yeah, I wouldn't be as interested. It'd be like, okay, now we're kind of like That's dragging true. this out, yeah. Like, I, I'm kind of fine with it being sped up a little yeah. bit because, like, all right, let's end this arc. I, yeah. We've been here for a long time. Let's just get through it. Totally yeah. fine with it. Do you do you also yeah. think that scene? Sorry, uh, Varus was killed off because Sinos outshined him. They they thought he is not as interesting as Sinos. Well, it's better because if in a in a world where Var- Varys doesn't sure. die, he's the emperor of Garlemald still in the expand in the following expansion. Mm. Would you rather have Varys in the trailer be like 
Varys is a much more interesting character. I agree. I agree. I don't like Xenos. Yeah. 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 I don't. I don't. I've never liked Xenos, but I'm talking as like a PR perspective because that they clearly think Xenos is the hottest shit right now because everyone wants his fat cake. You imagine? Apparently, Japan loves Xenos. I know. Because they think he's everyone's. Everyone except for like a couple of like every time we talk about Xenos, they come out. The the Sinos oh. defenders with the they love and I know you just want his fat cake. That's all you want, his big ass. He doesn't even have fat cake. He's it was a lie. It was a lie. He's so that's funny. Cake. That's funny. How much do you like Sinos now? Now that you see he doesn't have much of a <laughs> cake. Now that you see he has a pancake yeah. ass, how do you feel? Yeah, how do you feel now? <laughs> he looks better now, but that doesn't mean I like him. No. No. You actually like how he, his new costume looks I think. Oh, I like his new costume. Oh no, I, I liked his not. I don't care as much for the the outfit he's wearing in the new trailer. I like the outfit he wore between the fat cake and what he wears. Oh, now. yeah, yeah. The outfit yeah. he wore like once. Yeah, that was way better. And yeah. then they got rid of hey. it. Like, uh, the Decidia one. It's used in Decidia NT. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> So, um, yeah, um, it would have been a very different expansion because Varys would have been the main villain, probably, which, um, hmm, maybe it was a good choice. Because, I, I mean, I like Varys, and he, he we, will, his story is just cut short now. Don't know anything yeah. about what his actual plans were. Um, I suspect we'll get some Varus lore still in this expansion. Yeah, oh. there's still stuff to explore there. Yeah, but it's gonna be. I just be... don't want. Yeah. I just don't want another expansion that would have been like you know, oh, the Ashian comes into the background and it plays the. <laughs> but that's technically what we're getting it's... though. We have Fan Daniel still. We have Fan Daniel, mm. but this is like, I don't know, more important fallout from it. Also, some shits happening around the entire planet yeah that's I don't, true i'm tired of the asian background scheming being the focal point of, yeah you know well, everything here. We, killed, we killed the major ones off in Shadowbringers. exactly so mm -hmm. now we're free mm-hmm mm -hmm. Um, okay, well there you go. Uh, I I'm sad that we have missed possibly some character development for Varys uh, and some mm. Guardian Empire lore possibly. Uh, but um, yeah, but it would mean we'd have another two years of this. Yeah, waiting on what the conclusion will be. Yes, that's true. Mm -hmm. All right, thank you, AJ. Do we have? Uh... No, we do not. We do not. Mm. No, we I should don't probably think we have time. Yeah, we should. Uh, we should get to the. Um... To this main story, but thank you, uh, everyone who sent in uh, questions. Remember to send in uh, at speakersxiv.com slash mogmail. All right, so um, uh, let's see. Where are we? We are on the... Uh, the third last dot point on the side. The struggles that plagued Yoshi P during Shadowbringer's conception. Right? There you go. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so we're jumping straight in. So uh, this... Uh, it's a continuation of last week's uh, and episode 267's um, reading of this interview. Um, okay. When creating new zones for upcoming... This is Famitsu asking. Uh, when creating new zones for upcoming expansion uh, expansions, is their conception point based around the story and ideas come out of that as you work your way through? Yoshida says, All work related to zone creation was done in parallel. First we decide on the expansion's theme for the expansion, and then work to divide tasks into smaller chunks. 
so that team members can simultaneously work on different things. Actually, when I started working on the concept behind Shadowbringers, there was an image in my mind of A Realm Reborn. I thought of creating an alternative version of A Realm Reborn and actually struggled quite a lot with that one. Okay. Yeah, that was also a thing we talked about when it came out. It's like, this is Yoshi P's A Realm Reborn. Yeah. Like, this is his Aorcia. Famitsu says, this is really interesting. I would like to hear more about it. Ishida says, at that time, we wanted to add flying mounts to our Realm Reborn zones, but we were unable to secure the budget for it. With the release of Shadowbringers, we added flying mount zones that are a parallel world version of our Realm Reborn zones. We had the idea to create an experience allowing players to travel between existing our Realm Reborn zones and new parallel worlds. Uh, right. Um, so, remember, I just remembered that. Remember when we actually figured out that they were adding flying zones before it actually happened? Because mm -hmm. yeah. someone just bumped into, like, a barrier, uh, and we're like, wait, there shouldn't be barriers here. Uh, and that's how we knew. We're getting flying in well, a Realm they, Reborn. They also did the updated models at the same time, right? Yes, because all, of, a, yes, yeah, all of a sudden yeah. the models started to change around us as well, yeah. Um, <clears throat> it ended up being something like a reversed world. It made me really curious about what areas you had in mind. Yoshida says, this is just an example, but due to the imminent threat of the first merging with the source, zones in the first and the source are very close to each other, uh, as in their dimensional boundaries are on the cusp of overlapping with each other. That's what? the idea. Hang on, that's interesting. Dimensional boundaries. Because we were talking about how like the cosmology works mm -hmm. with these shards. And he's suggesting that they're like almost overlapping now. Yeah, yeah. And also that that affects the appearance. I don't. That feels unlikely. Uh, I mean, it's nonsense. It can be well, as likely or as unlikely as it wants to be. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, the first would have been completely destroyed if there had been one more event triggering the rejoining. Therefore, the story takes the Warrior of Light back and forth between the two worlds, and to prevent it from happening. The idea originally was, once the story progresses to the end, after the original zones in the first are replaced with their final forms, players would be able to unlock flying mounts. Oh. It was meant oh. to kill two birds with one stone. Interesting. And then he laughs. I pushed for that idea <laughs> for quite a while, and tried to see if I, it could be achieved, but in the end, it never came to fruition. So, what I'm taking away from this is, like, as the first and the source synchronize closer together, unlocking flying on the first was supposed to unlock flying on the source, mm -hmm. but mm. unfortunately they didn't have the time to do that until 5.3. No, no. That would have been a nice idea. Yeah. I'm the type of person who finds things more interesting if the system updates are made with story and plot integration in mind over just doing so for the sake of developers' convenience. So I thought it would be better to get that done this expansion so people would think we were doing something amazing. <laughs> okay. Mm. It's a really interesting idea. Why wasn't it realized? Yoshipi says, mm. the biggest <laughs> issue ended up being that no matter what we did, uh, uh, it'd end up plain. Even though the first and the source were similar but different in nature, the areas in the source were already too visually familiar. So I thought, well, that definitely won't work. As such, we decided to adopt the idea that zones in the first are similar but different in nature and composed with the same ether. There you go. 
Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, establishing protagonists while keeping the differences in perspective between Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest in mind. Interesting what? headline. <laughs> All right. Uh, in an MMORPG, as the players themselves are the game's protagonists, there is a, a level of difficulty in how much personality you can assign to the main character. As it is hard for the story to strongly proclaim, this is what you really are, throughout, it is difficult to give proper definition to their position as main character in an online game. However, I personally felt that Shadowbringers managed to subvert expectations and made this challenge its strength. For example, during that final battle with Hades, I was very impressed during the scene where warriors of light from other worlds were summoned, and I think that was a scene only possible in an online game. Was it due to accumulated past experience that allowed you to utilize players as the protagonist and turn it into a key story element? All that was Famitsu, by the way. I know that kind of sounded like Yoshi P talking, but yeah. Um, (laughs) That's just how they ask questions here. Just lots of praise and then a question at the end. Uh, All right, Yoshida. Hmm. It wasn't like this was something we aimed uh, for from the beginning. I myself used to work on the Dragon Quest, henceforth henceforth referred to as DQ series. So I Dairy do, Queen? You Dairy Queen, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I do have an emotional attachment to RPGs in which the players themselves are the protagonist. The biggest difference between drag, uh, DQ and FF is the aspect of players themselves as the main character. Something Hori-san, uh, which is the creator of Dragon Quest, has said before. Shouldn't call someone a whore. Wow. It's okay because he put San there. Yeah, it's Horsan. Yeah, Mr. really Hall. good. This is why we are the worst podcast. <laughs> 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 uh, I do not wish for the main character to act on their own. Um, in the past, even player characters simply nodding during cutscenes was a topic of uh, contention. Recently, I've been asked to loosen the reins uh, a butt. <laughs> this is why we are the worst podcast. Uh, but I do feel it's best to adopt a similar mindset to what Hori-san has for DQ. Yeah? How do you feel about the nodding? I love it. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing of our. It's like one of the few personality aspects of our characters that's very concrete. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. You think just to add a little more sometimes. <laughs> we, can, we can we can do like the harsh defiling. Like, yeah. No, or, I, I or, we, or, do or, get, we do we do get that added sometimes. Every now and then sometimes. they do that, but yeah, it's <laughs> but mostly it's, just the nod, which has become we're a meme. Nodding so much. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can a little me. bit more. <laughs> Yeah, well, they've been trying to give us more and more like decision points. Yes, that's true. That's true. Uh, okay, uh, Famitsu asks, "May I know the reason why?" Yoshida says, "There are many Dragon Quest players who use their own name when playing. On the other hand, characters who represent the Final Fantasy franchise as a whole, such as Cloud Strife, were created with strong personalities that gave players the opportunity to experience the story being told through that character's eyes." However, when creating an online game for the Final Fantasy series, it's a different story. Something I myself know very well as a longtime MMORPG player, from the player's perspective, the awareness that I am myself can often be very strong. <laughs> very existential. <laughs> I am myself. I am myself. I am uh, real. <laughs> I'm real. <laughs> uh, we all become Descartes for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Since players create their own character, their existence itself is truly uh, unique. So creating an MMORPG which keeps that fact in mind creates some difficult contradictions. I personally want Final Fantasy to be a story where the main character dramatically saves the world. On the other hand, 
The story portrays the players as the character you created, created your alter ego, a hero of sorts, similarly to Dragon Quest. First off, revamping Final Fantasy XIV, in revamping Final Fantasy XIV, we decided that players must be the main character themselves. Players will not act as the observer that accompanies other characters to save the world. Their position is at the center of the story. Mm, that's it, much more of an issue in 1.0, isn't it? it yeah, and... In most MMOs, like World of Warcraft has the same thing, where you are observing. Yeah. You are just some dude. Yeah. In 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 1.0, um, they sort of go it's close to a realm reborn. You're part of the story, but you are I think you you were always like an adventurer. in the living on a prayer quest line with Louis Wall, you are literally in the center. So that's but that's yeah. that's Yoshi P. So Yoshi P's story yeah. always wanted to bring the character into the center. Um, until then, you you will approach this story with a ten foot pole. Yeah, you weren't really affecting the main story, mm. so to speak. A ten no. foot no, pole called nice. the Path Companion. Right, <laughs> right, right. I want to be second banana. Right. Um, okay. Even though, so when I say that, that's the untouched story that the original launch. Don't get me, one players. Even though Final Fantasy uh, is a series that requires uh, requires drama revolving around the main protagonist, following the decision mentioned above, I learned from Horisan's direction and policies and decided to impose considerably strict restrictions in emotes the players the player performs during cutscenes. Thanks to this, there should be few scenes where the Warrior of Light nods their head. Okay. Um... There we go. Um, Famitsu says, The only time the Warriors of Light nodded their head was when they were presented with specific choices they had to make. Shida says, Because the player's intent uh, intervenes. I think it was around the end of Heavensward that we started allowing this. After that, we gradually eased up on allowed movements as we explored player reaction, uh, reactions as well as uh, up to the threshold of drama we'd include in various cutscenes. The scene in Stormblood, where players were visibly frustrated after losing the battle with Sinos, was probably the first turning point for expressing the Warrior of Light's emotions. Um, yeah, I guess it was. Uh, before then, I it was... bring up another one that was earlier. Uh, which one was that? They're about to say it. Oh, they're about to say it. Oh, sorry. sorry. Oh. The Warrior of Light's expressions during the scene with Horshafont, there we go, in Heavensward, was also impressive. Yoshida says, we did our best to adjust that scene as much as we could, but in the end, we only managed for the character to express themselves by looking down and closing their eyes, even after giving the camera a top-down angle. After that, our policy for the Warrior of Light's emotional expressions range started to spread within the development team. The player is the protagonist, the one who saves the world. Now that in itself is fine and all, but the final remaining question was who the other seven characters appearing in the story to defeat the primals would be. Famitsu says, I remember that uh, there used to be discussions about that during A Realm Reborn. Yes. Uh, Yoshida says, that happened quite a lot. Laughs bitterly. Uh, at the mm. time, I had to give vague answers like, maybe they were dispatched by the Adventurers Guild. That was a popular one. I remember that. But that's probably because he said it now that I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or something along those lines. That makes sense in the lore story. Like in A Realm Reborn anyways. That, you know, you're part mm. of the Adventurers Guild. You still are. I mean, you never left the Adventurers <laughs> Guild. Um, around Are you patch, say something, Rollo? Yeah, Rollo. That isn't the isn't the official reason now. Like uh, our entourage, almost. <sighs> yes. I feel like they, I maybe feel like they mention entourage almost in a. Yeah, maybe they have. Mention it. 
they mentioned it before Susano. Um, yeah. I feel like yeah. there might be other instances, but there are definitely, I feel like there are certainly some trials that like we're supposedly by ourselves. Yeah. Like I think Thornton is a solo fight canonically. Mm. Yeah. Okay, Ushida says, around patch 4.x, that excuse gradually became became more unusable, as during that part in the story, there's a trial where the Warrior of Light and others blessed with the Echo have to prevent characters from becoming tempered by reflecting back ether energy being released by the primal Lakshmi. The Scions are set up to have the story's main characters in one place, in addition to characters who have the Echo. Famitsu tries to help Yoshi P here by saying, they could be reinforcements from the Scions coming to help win the battle against the Primals. <laughs> Yoshida says, even the story flow was along the lines of requesting help from you, a group of adventurers, to defeat the Primals, wasn't it? Sure, the players might have used their own connections to bring together a group of friends who can't be tempered, which may be a bit deceptive, but I'm afraid that's no longer possible. Laughs. In the first, there's no way to summon other Scion members <laughs> to help them defeat enemies you face. <laughs> Famitsu says, that's true, and laughs. Yoshida, sa- <laughs> uh, Yoshida says, since Stormblood, the whole topic, uh, we are catching glimpses of other worlds, so it'll work out if we summon them, was actually a partial joke at the time. Afterwards, when we began discussing Shadowbringer's story direction before the battle against Hades, uh, Ishikawa suggested once again the idea of using the Crystal Exarch's power to summon other fragments of the Warrior of Light's soul through the dimensional rift. Thinking of the moment where the Warrior of Light's companions rise up from the Light Pillar, I felt we managed to integrate it well into the story, since Azem wields the ability to call upon the stars when and where he needs them. So, just since as... When? What? Since now. Yeah. Since when is that a path? Yeah, when is Azem a specific... When did they tell us Azem could do that? Well, <laughs> uh, that's pretty big, isn't it? Yeah, that is... That is true. Uh, so, just as you asked, when we were planning out how the scene at the dying uh, gasp would play out, as a team, we felt convinced that it was possible precisely because Final Fantasy XIV is an online game. Well, they told us in 5... I was waiting for that. They told us in 5.3. There you go. Thank God we got, we said that on now so we don't have to like deal with a million comments about <laughs> how we don't know anything. Uh, okay, Famitsu says, After looking at the scene of that final battle, I'm really convinced. Yoshida says, However, you'll see frogs and piglets summoned after the Shadowbringers release. <laughs>, laughs bitterly. You uh, put them in the game. Yeah. Famitsu says, People were saying that at this emotionally charged... that As this uh, emotionally charged scenes... What? People were saying... That as this emotional, emotionally charged scene <laughs> brings you to tears. Oh, sorry. You'll see characters in a variety of costumes appearing one after the other. Laughs. They're having a good fucking time right now. They're sitting here laughing, cracking jokes. Yoshida says, and now you can even see chickens appear. Laughs. Slaps his knee. <laughs> um, I mean, you gotta admit, if you're doing like... The, the Warrior of Light trial, and you're like, oh, you clutch the, the thing of Azim, and you, you, you hope and wish. Yeah. And you just see all these fucking weirdos, and like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Like, shiny gold <laughs> Yes, like, true. Yeah, all in this together. Yeah. I mean, we could be summoning them from any time in their lives. They might not have been prepared for this. They might have been in their weird fucking 
fursuit yeah. Earth scenarios. Yeah. When we just yeah. pulled them into this fight against the Warrior of Light, they weren't expecting this. <laughs> they could have been on like the ninth equivalent of the Hermit's Hovel. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. I will say it is good though. They at least know what to do. Once they get here. That's true. <laughs> it's like that, that, that one picture of like that dude with the bandana is like, no idea what to do, no, <laughs> way, no idea where I am. All I know is I must kill. <laughs> uh, okay, Famitsu uh, says, thinking back, I believe most of the party members that uh, time tended to equip proper decent outfits when I experienced that moment for the first time. Yoshida says, in order to make that happen, we made it possible for players to obtain the job-specific gear, which we call artifact gear, before fighting Hades. Ah, I see, I see. Um, Yoshida says, I wanted the players to fight in their uh, form that most closely symbolized Final Fantasy. Um, why did... Okay, why did Famitsu say, literally just repeat what he said? This is literally what the follow-up to that is. You allowed players to obtain artifact equipment prior to fighting against Hades instead of after clearing the dying gasp. Yes, thank you, Famitsu. I believe that's what Yoshi P literally just said. Yeah. But thanks. Um, oh. Yoshida says, that's right. There were two issues with what? obtaining artifact equipment after reaching Maybe max they level. they passed out due to a gas leak. Yeah, but Yoshi P, did you allow, you allowed players to... <laughs> they just keep getting stuck. <laughs> they just keep forgetting. Um... The first issue was already mentioned above, where doing so will end up potentially creating a lackluster scene when battling against Hades. The other issue is that the value of artifact gear will decrease due to being able to purchase level 80 tombstone equipment. To prevent that from happening, we made job-specific gear obtainable within the prerequisite main story quest. Shadowbringers is a story that focuses primarily on the main character, so I thought this would be a chance to encourage people to queue for content while using their job-specific gear. Since most players who cleared the game during the early stages were wearing their artifact gear, they likely would have joined together with eight, uh, with eight players whose appearance all bring out that Final Fantasy feel. Yeah, however, good the first time. however, I think after roughly four to five weeks from that point, the number of players with toad toad heads and suits gradually increased dot 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 um yeah, yeah. Good old toad head. i mean you know it's yeah that's how it Whatever. is that's how it is it's it's an online game i can ruin your immersion if i mean I want to. I'm yeah having fun. whatever Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> i know i'm playing an online I... game so that's how yeah. it is yeah i wonder who what the we haven't seen it yet because i teased the toad outfit prior to the release of Shadowbringers, I wonder what the equivalent will be from oh. whatever endgame fate there is in Endwalker. Yeah. God, I hope it's a massive, like, mushroom hat. <laughs> that'd be funny. I, mean, I feel like, like it would just be like related. flabby, like, it's just like... <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be funny. That'd be good. Oh, poo-poo outfit. Oh, poo-poo. We're not going to get poo-poo. the poo -poo. creature from Final Fantasy Nine, not What is eight. it with you guys in poo-poos? Poopoo's are cute. cute. Oh, eight, sorry, yeah. They're yeah. very cute, Rollo. They're really cute. And if it's not in on the moon, Rollo, I'm uninstalling and unsubbing. <laughs> okay. There's a hundred percent gonna be please. Oh, I'm not oh, I'm not ninety-nine percent going to be a poo-poo reference at there least. It has to be uh, yeah, if they don't if there's not a single reference to poo-poo in this, I'll be really yeah. upset. Yeah, same. What if poo-poo's like the SS rank or whatever the mm, I don't want to kill poo-poo. No. But we can't kill it. It's so nice. Oh, so it just gets to live. <laughs> if on the the, if we ever had a mob that the only way to to like survive, like to like clear it, is to not kill it. 
it would never be cleared because there's <laughs> always that fucker that's like, oh, I've, I killed it. Yeah. I killed it. There's always going to be someone killing it constantly. That would be a very good, actually. That would be a really difficult fate to, like, finish. Mm. Um, cool if there's, like, a dungeon on the moon and, like, one the sec say the second mid-boss is similar to the second mid-boss of Barton's Metal and you just have oh, to yeah. do a bunch of things that Poo Poo's ask you to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so, um... Famitsu says, uh, that was the moment where I first became truly mesmerized by my own avatar, and that really left what? an impression on me when he did the final In fight. In Shadowbringers? When he did the fight it with... It took the... you... Yeah, it took a while, didn't it? care about your character? Okay. <laughs> Yoshida says, glad to hear that. That moment during the final confrontation with Emmett Selk was precisely the scene that made players feel like, I'm the main character, don't you think? The line, I <laughs> challenge you, Emmett Selk, was a line that players are able to say out loud. I do feel that we really did portray that well. <laughs> I am going to say that I think a greater proportion of people than will be willing to admit said that out loud as they chose um, that option. Which one of you said it out loud? Not me. No, nope. I wouldn't say that out loud. I think I did. Yeah, uh, I, think, I think you're the only one in this one that yeah. said that out loud. And that's you why I said a greater proportion of people than would admit it. Yeah, no, that's fair. People will say that. Yeah, I don't remember. I, I don't even remember that moment. But <laughs> clapped. you clapped. I, I, just... I, I clapped when I saw the thing. That I, just, I just makes me listlessly think... at the screen like the guy in uh, the South Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clapping just reminds me of my old roommate that was watching AKB48 and was clapping along with it, and I walked past and I went. <laughs> Gosh, is that what he moved out? So oh judgmental. God. He's enjoyed his best life watching idols. You were right <laughs> to do that, Jokin. Okay, back back on the rails. Uh, throughout Shadowbringers, I held strong to the belief that the player was not a bystander. I feel it's a story where the player will strongly recognize that they're the main character, a hero. Yoshida says, During A Realm Reborn, I was often relaying messages about the remains of the world that we were withdrawing from, and as such, we used the word hero, sorry, word hero many times throughout that first expansion. Once this reached its peak, it resulted in the lead in to Heavensward that subsequently ended the Dragon Song War. Afterwards, the terminology used to refer to the Warrior of Light gradually changed to Liberator during Stormblood. However, the true Liberators would most likely be oh. least. She did nothing. It happened. They finally said it. Memes can become dreams. Can become reality. He and I will agree because he actually okay. trained and fought to bring back Doma. I can't believe... He, well, he, was also, he, he assembled his own army. Exactly. So he was fine. inherited what? one. Okay. Lise oh, is a bad character. The true liberators would most likely be Lise and Hian rather than the Warrior of Light. By purposefully, by purposely using the term hero excessively, we allowed it to take bigger precedence rather than what was actually contributed. Are you kidding, Yoshipi? This, he knows. He must know. Surely. He said that just to be like, memeing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know how Japan responds to Lise. I don't think, I refuse to believe that they have responded any differently than us. It is very clear that she only shows up, like, briefly every time to just, <laughs> to, like, to take the glory. Like, she's like, oh, oh, I see. Uh, you've, yeah, you've taken down. 
We good job, everyone. I organized this. Thank you very much. <laughs> I am the leader of Alamigo, everyone. Welcome, welcome. Narrator of, of Stormblood. Yeah, that doesn't mean she's liberated shit. <laughs> uh, afterwards, when we begin Shadowbringers, the player uh, the players enter a world where they are totally unknown to the general population, and it becomes such uh, that your ability is the only hope for saving the world. However, from the perspective of someone wanting to restore the world into its original form, uh, the Warriors of Light become the rebels of the story. Also, from the perspective um, uh, those who want to protect present-day humanity, the ancients, who are the prim primary threat to that goal, are the actual rebels. I do feel like we were able to successfully combine the outlaw-like nature of the word liberator with the feeling of this. With the feeling of this can only be achieved by me. That comes with the word hero to create Shadowbringers. This is something that didn't fully translate well because he's talking about liberator. As is this in reference to the Japanese title of Stormblood? Yeah, Crimson Liberators. Yeah, yeah. So that's why that didn't fully. <laughs> I'm sorry for the confusion, but that's that's why he's saying that. Um, okay. Uh, I'm asking this just to be sure here, says uh, Famitsu. Uh, but through the entirety of Shadowbringers arc, were there uh, other inner themes or keywords besides the one who inherits the soul? Yoshida says, I think I've talked about this in various places before, but the Scions are, in the truest sense of the word, the player's comrades. That was the theme I strongly requested my staff members to keep in mind. The three main objectives of the trust system uh, are solo play, world immersion, and making you feel that the Scions are your true comrades. And I believe we succeeded in accomplishing these goals. Agreed. You did. There you go. That is the interview. Um... Well, that's that part the first one part of the interview. Yes, <laughs> we did it. Right. Yes, shout out to Ark Morning for translating this uh, mammoth of an interview, and yes. there is there. It's not even done. So um, yeah, make sure you check that out. That's at arcmorning.com. Um, yeah, this is a really this is. I think they usually do like one massive one for before each expansion with Yoshida. Yeah. So yeah, this is this is that. So. Um, yeah, no, he's uh, it's good. I I oh, I do love the um, uh, I love the style of a Famitsu interview because it's so bizarre for like it's. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, sometimes they ask good questions, but other times it's just like, oh, I really liked when you do that, and he's like, and then he's that that's what they give him, and then he has to work with that. It's like, okay, uh, yes, <laughs> I work with the, I did that, I and. <laughs> I think for the next part we should like really get into it and like just go full like put the the Nico Nico Doga style like oh yeah the scrolling across I want to see the woo -woo -woo. <laughs> the next time we're gonna read this interview is probably post Endwalker it's probably gonna be I feel like, like it'd be unlikely next year be out before January maybe even. yeah oh god yeah which. Yeah, that's... by the time I mean, they turn to actually read it. Yeah, what are we gonna well, do yeah, that's week? true. They do talk know, about how it's trouble. already the translation is already in the proofing. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. So, so well, we'll um, see. But that was back in September. Um, hopefully, I said this earlier. That interview that was partially translated on Twitter will be translated. 
by next week. Yeah, yeah. Because we <laughs> have be nice. one week. We are entering the dead week, which is like the week before expansion launch, and they are never good. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, we'll we'll hopefully uh, have something next week. We do have one piece of it, at least one backup content. We have. We you have. Might see it. Yeah. There's also that thing that I teased l- last week, which we didn't do today because we had to finish this interview, and that is this, the lyrics for the the song. So we might be going mm. through that next week as well. Uh, also, make sure to send us Mogmail if you like. Speakers6v.com <laughs> slash Mogmail. Um, right. That, uh, on that note, uh, that's the end of the show. Thanks for watching. Remember to follow on Twitter at SpeakersXV, twitch.tv slash SpeakersOfHeidland, youtube.com slash SpeakersXV, exclamation Discord in chat. If you want to join our Discord server, if you're watching on demand, link is in the description. Uh, remember to stay tuned for the post show that's coming uh, if you're watching live. Um, we'll be reading questions from the syndicate. And um, send us Mogmail, like we said, SpeakersXV.com slash Mogmail. See you in the post show if you're watching live. Bye! Bye! You've just listened to an episode of Speakers of Heidelin, produced by Speakers Network. Producer for this episode was Lukeel Bravestone. Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy XIV is a registered trademark of Square Enix Holding Company Limited. If you would like to support the show, consider pledging to our Patreon campaign at patreon.com speakersxiv or buy some merch at teespring.com stores speakersxiv. Link to both of these sites, as well as our Discord server, is provided in the episode description. Thank you for listening to this Speakers Network production.